I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Those of you that were with us last week, for me, that was a record breaker. We prayed in English for one hour over multiple, multiple needs. And I generally pray mostly in other tongues. I pray the Word of God. I pray things in English. But I pray a lot more in tongues than I do in English. But we prayed a whole hour last week. Those of you that missed that particular teaching, I would encourage you to go and watch it. We taught intercession by example. So we took needs that were given to us at our info at margieflorent.org and we presented those together before the throne of grace. So we had a beautiful time together. We've also decided to launch off of the um, personal page because I have a lot more interaction off of my personal page and um, that's what we're just going to continue to do. As always, we're going to make all these teachings into YouTube, into a podcast, and they're all going to be available to the public. And my vision is to teach the world how to pray. So these teachings, like I said, will be on our YouTube channel. And it's my vision to keep these teachings up so that my kids will have it and I will leave a legacy of the truth of God's word. Okay, so we've already prayed. We've already asked the Holy Spirit to help us. Tonight, I'm going to share something, and this may not be relevant for every single one of you, but I am going to share on praying for and with small children. Now, you may say, well, then I should just log off and I'm not going to stay on the call because that's all we're going to do. No, we have been talking about praying for the rising generations, and we have talked about how we're praying for the babies that are being born in the earth today, all the way up to the millennials. As a matter of fact, last week in the uh, emails, some of the emails that I received, we did get parents that were praying for their children, and one was actually 44 years old. So once you have a baby, and once your child is your child, they will always be your child. So I really felt in my heart to talk about how to pray for and with small children. Now remember that when praying for small children, these small children will one day become teenagers. They will one day become young adults. These children, these small people will one day go off to college and eventually these small children will ultimately be adults in the real world. And your prayers are eternal on their behalf. Not only that, but prayer opens up the door for God to work. And when you pray for your children, even when they're babies or even when they're in your womb, you can pray for your children. Your prayers will live on long after you as a parent have left this earth. So just know that. 
There is not one prayer that you have ever prayed that is wasted. All of your prayers avail much. All of your prayers are eternal. Okay, so before we get into praying for and with small children, I want to lay a simple foundation. And I love this because the Holy Spirit of God gave me this whole teaching. Um, the foundation is Jeremiah 1.5, before God ever formed these small children, these little ones, in your womb, God said, I knew you, and before they were born, he sanctified them. And another translation says, he set them apart. Now, in Jeremiah's case, he set Jeremiah apart as a prophet for the nations. So when we talk about praying for and with small children, remember that before God ever formed them in the mother's womb, God knew them and sent them into the earth, into the womb of woman. Number two, foundational. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 2a. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And the scripture goes on to say, there is a time to be born. So when these little babies <clears throat> come into the earth, God has ordained the times in which they are to live. And it is the time that they're living right now is not an easy time. They're very perilous times. But he said, God said in his word, there is a time to be born. Then Ecclesiastes 3, as a third scripture for our foundation, NIV says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. So the, on the inside of these small children, we're going to start first with the babies, okay? God has already put within them eternity. Eternity is already in their hearts. And when little babies are born into the earth. They're born alive unto God. They're not separated from him. They came from the heart of the father and were planted on the inside of the womb of woman. And so God knew them before he ever implanted them. And eternity is on the inside of them. He put within them their spirit. He put within them their soul. He put within them already their temperament, their personality, the color of their eyes, their genetics, the color of their hair, everything that God ordained for them to be, he already put within them. So that's just something for that for you to remember. And that's why we pray. We pray because we want our children, even from birth, to reach their full potential in God and in their calling and in their purpose and in their destiny. That is why we pray, okay? So let's talk first of all. Now stay with me. Just because we're talking about praying for and with small children doesn't mean we're going to pray for the all the children up to those of you that are, have already have grown children because we are. But I think this is an important teaching. Many of my millennials, um, that my my millennial, my kids' friends are having babies, and I don't think a lot of these young people know this. But in praying for newborn babies, number one, 
this is what we need to do. We need to lay hands on them and pray. Number one, let's remember that James 5.16 says, first of all, that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So we know when we pray for these babies that our prayers are availing much and they are going to produce fruit and results. Okay, so lay hands on them and pray. Well, why lay hands? Habakkuk 3.4 says, his splendor was like the sunrise. Rays flashed from his hand where his power was hidden. So another translation says the secret of the hiding of God's power is in his hands. Mark 16 also says these signs will follow them that believe they'll lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. There is something about the laying on of hands when you lay hands on that little baby. And what I would do and have done and continue to do when I lay hands on small children, I can feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I intentionally uh, release and activate the power of God to come up out of me, flow out of me, and through my hands, I just allow that presence to go into these little babies. Now, little babies have no resistance. When they're born into the earth, like we said, they're already alive unto God. They already are connected with God. There just comes a time in their lives where they reach an age of accountability, and that's generally about 13, 14, whatever time they reach an age of accountability where they can make a choice as to whether or not they're going to receive or reject God. But remember, here's a promise in that regard. Okay, yes, you're feeling it, right, Patricia? Me too. Remember this, when you train up a child in the way that they should go, when they are old, they will not depart from it. And when you've done the things that we've been teaching these last 13 sessions, you'll find that your children will be taught of the Lord. You will find that, yes, great will be the peace of your children. Did some of the children stray and do this and do that and doing some crazy stuff? Yes, that may be happening, but just remember the power of a praying parent. You lay one hand on man, one hand on God, and you pull them up out of that disaster or whatever thing that they're in, and you're setting their feet upon a rock, and you're pr praying prayers of protection, and it is protecting them. Okay, now we have someone, Virginia, She's 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 come to us from Australia. I love it. I love it when the nations come to our teachings. This is our vision to teach the world how to pray. So thank you and welcome, Virginia. Okay, so we we're, we want to lay hands on them and pray. Luke 6.19 says, And the people all tried to touch him, Jesus, because power, virtue went out of him, and he healed them all. So I would encourage you with your little babies at night before they go to sleep or before, you, you know, you or as they're drinking their bottle, I would just encourage you to lay your hands on their little bellies, okay? Or lay hands on them anytime you want and just release the power of God with intentionality into their little bodies and it'll go into them and it will affect them. Now, here's a little warning. 
don't just, and this, the Holy Ghost gave this to me almost last minute. He said, don't just let anyone touch or lay hands on your child. Okay. Spiritual things are transferable. Spiritual things are transferable through the laying on of hands. Spiritual things are transferable through association. And spiritual things are transferable through who you um who you allow to mentor you or what ministry you sit under. But specifically right here, don't just let anyone lay hands on your child. You know, even in the church world, there's a saying, and it's a scripture, know them that labor among you. You've got to know the people, of course, that watch your children. But know the people that are laying hands on your child. I don't let just anybody lay hands on my child. Okay? So we're talking about praying for newborn babies. Okay? Um, um, <laughs> here is the beauty of it. These little babies are spirit beings, and they're not just little bodies and souls. Remember, God said, I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless, to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I said that to say, they know more than you think they do. They already have an intuition. They already can sense the presence of God. They can sense the environment. They can sense the atmosphere. Even animals, they sense your presence. They sense your energy. They sense the room. And that's why sometimes they may act up or get cranky or whatever the case may be. But thank God we have the power to lay hands on them and speak peace over them. But little babies know more than you think they do. When my children, those of you that know my, my story, I had three children in 1992. I had twins through in vitro fertilization and they were born 11 weeks early. And then seven months after they were born, I found out I was five months pregnant. And with that being said, I had three babies in one year. And they were, by the time Jacqueline was born, she was born at seven pounds, which, by the way, is the number for completion. By the time Jacqueline was born, my twins, who were premature, had already started to catch up with her. And it literally looked like I had triplets. Now, my strategy was for them to grow up and to be close. So I put all three of the babies, all three cribs, in one room. And I used to go into their into their room at night. And my habit was I would lay hands on Jonathan. I would lay hands on Danielle. And I would pray the word of God. And I would pray in tongues over them. And then one night, Jacqueline, she was getting older. And I recall she was barely able to stand up. But she stood up in her crib. And she held on to the railings. And she said, ping, ping, ping. And, and I looked at her and, and I stopped praying for the twins. And I said, Jacqueline, what do you mean ping? Like, what are you trying to tell me ping? And it occurred to me that she was wanting to say, pray, pray. And her heart cried was, pray for me too. And so it was from that night on that I not only prayed for the twins, but I also prayed for Jacqueline. So I just want you to know that these children, these little babies, 
they know more than what we think they do. I don't know why I only prayed for Jonathan and Danielle. I don't know why I neglected Jacqueline in the prayer. It just, I don't know why. It just never occurred to me, okay? But there this little girl was standing up, pulled herself up on a railing and saying, ping, ping. And so I just, from then on, prayed for all three of them. And I'm thankful that I did. So how do we pray? We pray the word of God over our children. Pray the scriptures. Don't pray problems. Don't pray disasters. Don't pray things that are negative. Just simply pray the word of God over them like I've been teaching you. Take a scripture and just put their names in it and pray the scriptures. And after that, pray in the Holy Ghost for them. Remember, we said that eternity is written in their hearts. There's a lot about these little babies that are a mystery that we don't know. Isn't that right? We just know that they're little bundles of joy and they're very cute and we love them and they're cute and then they cry and then we know when they're hungry. But you know, he that searches their hearts, he knows what their purpose is, the Holy Spirit. He knows what their destiny is. He knows everything about them. And so when push comes to shove and at the end of the day, after you prayed everything you know to pray in English, pray in the Holy Ghost over them. And when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you're speaking the mystery. What is the mystery? The mystery is you don't know what these kids, you don't even know in their babies what their personality is like unless you're a real experienced mom and dad and you could kind of sense, oh, you know, that that child, that she, I think he or she's going to be a little stubborn because you can kind of like tell, I guess, as babies. I don't know. I had all mine so quick and so fast. I learned hindsight being 2020. But you can pray in the Holy Ghost and you're praying the perfect prayer. Now, we said pray the word of God over them. If your little baby's having sleep problems, here's an example. Take their need to the Word of God. Present that before the throne room of God. Because a lot of times it's a challenge to get our babies to go to sleep. Okay, so what are we going to pray? We're going to pray Psalms 127 verse 3. He gives his beloved sleep. You lay hands on him. You release the power of God. And you say, Father, I thank you that you give this little child sleep and speak peace over them in Jesus name. Okay. So how do we pray with toddlers? Now, when I say pray with toddlers, by now the, the toddlers, they're able to articulate and understand what is going on. I mean, Jacqueline was what, nine months old, you know, and she's saying ping, you know, so toddlers generally have, a, have, you know, they're starting to be able to talk a little bit. So, so I say praying with them, meaning including them in the prayers. Now, that's why it's also important, not just for them to learn about God and prayer and relationship with Jesus in church. Our house is a house of prayer and our house is a, is a training ground for our children. So let's not rely only on church or children's church to teach our children. We are ultimately the teachers and they learn by example and we're not the, a perfect parent. Listen, none of us were a perfect parent, but like I said in my book, Contend, we can be a praying parent and God will redeem all of our mistakes. So I don't want to hear anybody with any condemnation. Are you with me? Okay. 
So when praying with toddlers, how do we pray with them? We want to keep it simple. Okay? We want to pray for simple things. And we want to keep it simple. Like, for example, if you have a bird outside that that um it is it seems like its wing is broken, well then you can pray with your toddler for the bird. Keep things when it comes to praying with your toddlers very simple. And okay, next, give your toddler the opportunity to speak from his heart. So you as a parent, you pray, you model prayer, then you say to your toddler, okay, honey, now it's your turn. Now you can pray and just let him speak from his heart. He or she from the heart. He or she may only have a few sentences. Then commend him or her and, and know that his or her heart is reaching up before the throne of grace and that God hears their prayer, okay? You may even want to keep a journal for your toddler. Start writing down the, the prayers that they pray and date it for them. And then when they're older, you can show them the prayers that they pray. It's kind of a keepsake for them. And part of the legacy you as a parent can leave, okay? what What's next? Remind your toddler that God is always with, with him or her. And we have scripture for that, don't we? And you can actually point to the Bible and say, here it says, right here in the Bible, Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. You can, you can, you can uh, paraphrase it. I'll never be away from you. I'm always here with you. So remind your toddler that God is always with them. Next, teach your toddler to pray. And I would say, I put this in my notes, um, teach your toddler to pray thank you and teach them to pray in Jesus' name. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, Jesus said, he will give it you. So when we pray, teach them by example that at the end of their prayers, they should say thank you because um, thanksgiving and praise is the voice of faith, right? And then say in Jesus' name and let that become a habit for them. Teach, children learn habits by repetition. So a good way to develop a prayer habit is by practicing. So pray with them consistently before they go on a play date or if they go to daycare or pray every single night for them when they go to bed. Not only pray every single night for them, but lay your hands on them with intentionality and release the power and the presence of God. Here's a good one. Remind your toddler that God is not an angry or is not angry at them and that they can run to him for anything. So if they do something that they shouldn't have done, like my kids when they were little, um, and I hope you have the pictures that um, of your children. I took mine from the foyer and I, I brought them down here. This is your point of contact. Sometimes if you're praying for your children, if you want to just bring the pictures out, and, you know, so you look at them. It helps you in, just stay focused in prayer so your mind doesn't wander. But I remember when my children were little, <laughs> I they would sneak into the kitchen and they would open up the cabinet where the maple syrup was. And believe me when I tell you, when you have three toddlers, you can't leave them. I, I had my eyes on them almost all the time. 
but we're not a perfect parent. So for that one or two minutes where you don't have your eyes on them, right? Here they get into some kind of mischief. And I remember one time coming into the kitchen and the three of them, I actually have a picture of it. I wish I knew where it was. I could show you. And they're taking turns drinking the maple syrup. And if you really want to know, Jacqueline was always the instigator and Jonathan was the second one. And the Danielle, whose name means God is my judge, she was always the one that was a little more conservative. But but just, just teach them that if they do something that's mischievous, that God is not angry with them, that they can ask for forgiveness and then let it go. Okay? It's a very good practice to read the children's Bible stories to them. Just start from the beginning, reading little children's stories to them, right from a children's Bible. And lastly, I would encourage you, toddlers, you'd have, you know your child, get them filled with the Holy Spirit and, and speaking in tongues. When my kids were little, we used to, I used to have a chair and we used to um have a spot in the hall and i'd sit on the chair and they'd sit around me and um you know jesus said let the little children come to me and i'd have them sit in, at, at my feet and i would read the bible to them or i would read children's scriptures or children's bible to them read them something about jesus before they went to bed <clears throat> then one night and i honestly can't remember how old they were they were older than toddlers they were probably maybe first or second grade I uh, prayed with them to to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I first had them pray that pray the prayer of salvation, ask Jesus into their hearts, and then I I had them pray to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And therefore, they all asked for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and they spoke with tongues. We had a meeting in a four-square church years and years and years ago, and God was pouring out of his spirit on both the young and the old. You see, my friends, there's no junior Holy Spirit. He'll pour his spirit out on your toddlers, on your first graders, second grades, third grade, fourth. He'll pour his spirit out on all mankind. Okay, and I remember one time we were doing a meeting in this four square church, the first time I ever saw this, and we were, I was laying hands on the children that were in the meetings, and they were falling under the power of God. Nobody told them that when something natural comes in contact with the supernatural, something's got to get, nobody told them. Oh, so Kim's kids were four and five, and they spoke in tongues, okay? So I remember when the, the kids, they nobody nobody told them about falling under the power. They just started falling under the power, under the power, under the power, under the power. And then they were laying on the floor. Some of them were speaking in tongues. Some of them just were like just in a zone. And one of the children, when one of the children got up, I said to the child, I said, what happened? He said, he had a vision of Jesus. So I said all that to tell you, don't underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit in the life of your little baby and in the life of your toddler and in the lives of your first, second, third, fourth, fifth graders, okay? Prayer opens up the door for God to work. 
Okay, let's get out our pictures. Put, I put the names in the sidebar. Wasn't this a beautiful teaching? I couldn't wait to share this with you. Please share this also on your walls. Cheryl, you have to watch the replay. You have to watch this whole teaching. I think you're going to really enjoy it, especially being a grandmother and probably, God only knows, maybe a great-grandmother someday. But please share this on your wall. This is a beautiful teaching. So let's go ahead and let's begin to pray. If you've got your pictures, bring them close to you. If you're putting the names in the sidebar, put them in the sidebar. I'm going to pray first of all for the parents, and then we're going to see where we go. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just, Lord, we as parents, we come to you. Father, we come to you and we say, Lord, not our will, but your will be done, first of all, in our lives. And we ask, Father God, that you would just create in us the right heart that we will be able to parent our children with wisdom and with skill and with a pure heart. And times, Father, when we get frustrated, Father, help us to maintain the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering. Father, we ask for a download on the behalf of the parents of your grace that will help them to parent their children. Father, we ask tonight, today, whenever anyone is watching live or on the replay, wherever they are, in any part of the world, even like our sister is in Australia. Father, we pray that as parents, you would give us wisdom so that when we speak a word to our children or we mentor our children, that it is a word in season. Father, not only that, but I'm hearing rise up in my spirit. You're giving me the prayer to pray tonight for us. Father, give us a discerning heart. <clears throat> that we may be able to discern not with our natural minds but by your spirit what the needs are of our children give us an understanding heart i believe that's a scripture somewhere someone may want to look it up later not now because we're praying father give us an understanding and a discerning heart that we may be able to mentor and speak into the lives of our children with wisdom, we're asking, Holy Spirit, that you'd rise up within us. Give us the illumination in our, in our minds and the understanding in our spirits and unveil to us by revelation what the hearts of our children need. Father, some of you have children that have been acting out, and sometimes it's just as simple as understanding their love language and finding out what their love language is and beginning to meet their needs in a soulish realm. And therefore, you're meeting their needs by the way that God created them. And therefore, you will see results and a change in their behavior. Okay? So, Father, we just ask that you give us the wisdom that we need. And not only that, Father... We ask, Lord God, that you would give us prayer alerts, that the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits would be in manifestation for us and through us as parents. I pray for each and every one that's listening, and including myself. 
that father you would cause us to be prophetically praying parents that we would live and move and have our being in a prophetic posture so that we can parent father our children supernaturally. I hope you're praying with me. This is not a spec time to spectate. I hope you're praying in the Holy Ghost or you're praying in agreement or you're saying, yes, Lord, I agree with Margie. And yes, this prayer, this kind of prayer, we're praying together, opens up the door for God to work. We're not praying by rote. We're praying in faith. So I want you to release your faith even as we're praying and say, yes, Lord, I agree with Margie. So, Father, we pray that you would cause us as parents. This is the burden of the, of the Lord for, for right now. For us as parents. Father, I pray that you would give us as parents that which we need. I pray in the Holy Ghost with me. I pray for these parents, Father, that you would turn these ordinary parents into supernatural parents that that mentor and pray and speak life into their children's hearts and minds supernaturally that they'll hear your voice that they'll know what to do that they'll have discernment and understanding like the, the those who uh uh, those that understood the times and the seasons, like the tribe of Essachar. Father, make us as parents, like the like the tribe of Essachar, that we may understand the times and the seasons of our children, that we would know what to do, that we would know what to say, that we would know how to say it. Father, that at times we would be like Mary, that we would hide things in our hearts, that, Lord, at times we uh, may need to put a watch over our mouths so that we won't speak something to our children premature. So, so, koya mahaya, shokote. There's a real anointing on me praying for us as parents tonight. And we'll see how it goes. I see all the names of the children on the sidebar. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost for these children. Father, you that have begun a good work. In these children, even Corey's unborn baby boy. Father, we thank you that you that have begun a good work in these children. Lord, that you will bring it to completion. And Lord, some of us as parents, when we lay our hands on our children, we ask and agree with this. 
for signs and wonders and miracles to flow through the palms of our hands. Just like they prayed in the book of Acts that signs and wonders would be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. We have Margaret joining us from the UK. Praying for all her children in the UK and her godchildren and all those spiritual children that Margaret has. Father, anoint the parents that are listening live, that are listening to this podcast, that are listening to the replay. Lord, anoint us as parents with fresh oil so that we won't grow weary. Come on, keep praying in the Holy Ghost with me. Menevista, Menevista, Menevista. Lord de le bedi visto romo koshe de la baha. Lord de le bedi vista ne manda rabashe. Father, you said in your word that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you, Lord, deliver them out of them all. Father, these young people, Lord de le me kistarabohosha, these young people that have had trials and afflictions and and challenges and fear and anxiety. We thank you. We lift them up. Call your children's name before the throne of God. We lift them up before you. We thank you, Father, that you deliver them out of them all. All of Malakesa, all the Lebedi Vishte, all the Lalamasheke. You deliver my children out of them all. Let each and every one, each and every one that has breath, let them praise the Lord. Lord, those children that are being prayed for during this time, we pray, Holy Ghost, that those that are saved, boy, there is such an anointing to, on this today. We pray that those that are saved, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you said in your word you would never leave them nor forsake them. So you are within them. So we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would stir within them, stir within them. And rise up within them. That you would stir within them and rise up within them. Bring to their remembrance all the things that they have been taught by you. You said great will be their peace. Lord, may you bring all things to their remembrance that have been taught to them by your word and by the Holy Spirit. Let's pray into that. I just keep getting that scripture. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, 
but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Heather says she's been praying the same thing. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you, Lord, deliver these children out of them all. In the world, yes, they've had tribulation, but you sit in your word that we as parents and they as young people can be of good cheer because you, Lord God, have overcome the world and have overcome the affliction and have overcome the trial, have overcome the despair, have overcome the depression, have overcome the mental uh, warfare. You, Jesus, you cover them with your feathers. Under your wings they take refuge. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. And we say no weapon formed against them will prosper in the name of Jesus. But they rise up and they take their place as, as the army of the Lord. And I, and I hear in my spirit. And they will reach their full potential. Lord, we stand in agreement. Together we pray that these children will reach their full potential. The righteous are as bold as a lion. We pray for these young people. We pray for those that are saved, that have your spirit within them, that you would cause an inner stirring within them. That the righteous, that they would be as bold as a lion, that they wouldn't hold back in fear and not speak their truth. But we pray that the boldness of the Holy Ghost would rise up within them, that you would speak through them, that you would think through them, that you would unveil the word of God through them into the hearts and lives of those that you are sending them to. So Father, we ask for boldness. We ask for a boldness on this rising generation of believers. And Father, we pray for these young people um, that have been, how do I say it? Disappointed because of leaders that they've looked up to and have fallen. We pray, Father, that these young people would shift their focus, that there would be a shifting in their focus. That instead of looking at the leaders that have fallen that they looked up to, we pray that they would look unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of their faith. And that they would have a joy that's set before them and a freshness that's set before them. And that they would pick up their baton and continue to run the race that is set before them, not looking unto man. Lord, teach them not to look unto man. Teach them to look unto you and to look into the light of your word in Jesus' name. Now we pray for those who are not saved and have not as of yet come to the knowledge of the truth. So, Lord, we pray that you'd send laborers. Ha, ha, ha. And we say, devil, you can't have them. No, 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 no. Devil, you can't have them. 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 We lay one hand on them, one hand on Jesus, and one hand on the Father. And we say, we pull them up. We snatch them up out of the fiery pit, out of the fires, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. And we pull them up and we pull them out. And Lord God, and I heard this in my spirit. Lord, we pray for an unsettling on the inside of them. 
that unsettling that we felt before we were born again. That something on the inside that's calling and saying that there is something more to life than this. So, Father, we pray for a divine unsettling on the inside of those who don't know you, who have as of yet not fully surrendered their lives unto you. So, Father, we pray that the Spirit of the living God would convict and convince them of their need for Jesus, that they wouldn't run to the God of mammon, that they wouldn't run to the things of this world, that they wouldn't run to drugs and alcohol, that they wouldn't run to anything other than you, Father, the author and the finisher of their faith. Father, we pray for those who are not saved as of yet, that they would hunger and thirst after righteousness. We pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that they would see the goodness of God and therefore come and obtain and embrace righteousness and repentance in the name of Jesus. Now let's pray in the Holy Ghost for a, for a minute or so. Let it Many, I can't say scripture. I can't, it's coming out in interpretation. And you can interpret your tongues as a praying parent. The more you pray in tongues and you flow in the rhythm of the Holy Spirit, and the more you get lost in the Spirit and yield from the inside out, the more you will find yourself praying interpretation, the interpretation of your tongues. Lord de le begise, the Lord delivers them out of them all. I agree with Betty that the Holy Ghost is going to arrest them and bring them into an encounter with the living God. Andele begisho rebehe, se kite na nema, done me si, de si kite de debase, levi, janena, romasa, laroco, merishe, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's just wait a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When you come into a time in your prayer time of silence, Shut your mind off and hook yourself up to the inside of you. If you hear a scripture on the inside, get your journal out and write it down and date it. This is the day. I heard the Lord say to me, all of your children will be taught of me. And great will be their peace and undisturbed composure. Well, we have a corporate anointing. We're going to wait a little longer. Thank you, Lord. Well, I heard another thing. <laughs> You've heard me say it, but I heard it. It's one thing to have it up here in your head. It's another thing to hear it. 
he said, and we're going to close with this, it's going to be said of these rising generations like it was said of the early church. They that have turned the world upside down, King James Version, have come hither also. Let that be your vision as you pray for the rising generations. What a beautiful night. What a beautiful teaching. I love this teaching. Please share this on your wall. And God bless you. And God bless all of you that are listening to this podcast and those of you that listened to the replay. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.